You are listening to the postcast presented by the Locked On Senators podcast following Ottawa's 5-3 loss to the New York Islanders. Pillsy, the win streak is over. I should introduce us. If you're listening on your favorite audio platform, that's Brandon Piller. I'm Ross Levitan. And yeah, like we said, the win streak ends at three. And, you know, this is, it's okay for a win streak to end like this. You know, second game of a back-to-back. The Islanders had some time to prepare for this. They weren't on a back-to-back. And Sorokin played a pretty good game. Got a hand it to him. Like, that was a game where the Ottawa Senators outshot their opponents. They dominated for most of the play. Anders Lee gets a couple real lucky goals that end up turning the tides of this game. And uh, the Sens just can't recover after that. What was your TSN turning point, if there was one in this game? I'm taking Lee's second goal, the one where it uh, deflects off the high glass. And then Gus almost covers it. He just needs to be a little bit more aggressive there. But Lee, that's a good power forward move, right? Being at at the net, digging for that puck, not giving up on a play. And he ends up getting the goal. Yes, he does. But I felt Ottawa made up for that, getting their cheeky goal in the third period where Nick Holden bounces it off the defenseman's skate. It goes in. So I thought it was more so the other goal that broke the camel's back. And yes, there was uh, the the deflation that you get after uh, Anders Lee gets it up 3-1 because like we were bragging about when you do it on home ice when it's your team, there's nothing worse than being scored on again on home ice. Well, the other team's goal is still being announced and it was so close only 23 or sorry 28 seconds apart those two goals and still down 3-1 going to the third period despite the way Ottawa's played in recent third periods maybe this whole season you don't have to specify too much I thought they came out strong it's unfortunate that that 4-1 goal happened and really took any air out of their sails yeah absolutely and that's the thing like the Sens this was another good effort where They bought into their systems. They end up scoring on the power play. That's something we wanted them to achieve. And really, they were in this game the whole time. And then that 4-1 goal really kind of puts it out of reach, even though momentum, I still feel, was slowly shifting in their favor. It took a while for them to get it because they went 0-2 on the power play in the first period. Then they get that four-minute advantage after Josh Norris took a brutal, like blatant high stick right in the chin. Something, yeah, was some poetic justice, though. Scoring a goal with blood still dripping down his chin. You knew the boys were looking for him on that power play in his to. spot, right? You got to give him some justice there. And uh, I mean, obviously, you don't want anyone to lose some chicklets, but it was pretty funny. Him and Brady on the bench, and Norris is like, "This tooth feels a little loose. Like, how, how do I look here?" And Brady's like, "No, you're good. You're good." <laughs> yeah, just uh, just guys being dudes there. Certainly was. And Josh Norris, that's his 11th goal. And we looked it up. Drake Batherson has assisted on seven of Norris's 11 goals. And Pilsy, that goes way back to their Belleville days, especially on the power play. Yeah, these two, they have good chemistry together. And a big reason, Ross, is because both of them, I would say Batherson a little more than Norris, are dual threat options. Like Mm -hmm. if they're on the same line, if you're trying to defend them, you can't cheat to stop Batherson's shot because then you're going to leave Norris wide open and vice versa, right? Like you you just don't know what these guys are going to do. And Batherson showed it again tonight. What a pass to get that over to Norris. Like that had to go all the way across the ice. Hard on the tape, and Norris finishes the job with that patented wrist shot. The Senators did outshoot the Islanders 33-27 to in tonight's game. And that's something that the Senators can hang their hat on to an extent. 
and we're not making excuses, but it is their fifth game in seven days. We talked about how daunting this stretch was in the lead-up, but now having gone through it, the way they were able to battle out win after win after win against the teams they did, I do believe there should be some sort of momentum heading into a really tough stretch here. Ottawa off until Saturday. They play the Tampa Bay Lightning afternoon game. Then the Panthers in Florida. Oh, and then the Lightning once again. So three straight games coming up against Florida opponents. But let's get into the meat and potatoes of tonight's game. And again, more coming tomorrow on Locked on Senators. We have a fun league-wide guest coming on Thursday to break up. We haven't done a whole lot of league-wide news. We'll check in with some sends abroad. Our hint of who the guest is, they just put out a great feature on a sends abroad. Is that too broad of a hint? <laughs> Maybe too broad, but it's also not too specific. So that's you're in a nice range there as far as clues go. Let's bring up Brett James, who writes awesome. this in. And Brett has been awesome. We appreciate you being on the postcast with us. MVP of the game, Cheryl Pounder, unbelievable on commentary tonight. I thought so as well with John Abbott, who does a yep. great job filling in with the play-by-play. We got to get Abby on the show. He's uh, he's a great guy too. But yes, Cheryl Pounder was awesome tonight. Looked like she'd been doing it for 20 years. Well, she knows the game so well, right? And that's something we already knew from our conversations with her, seeing her on the broadcast. Like she's just able to really kind of anticipate uh, the the way the game's going to go, especially from a defensive side. So I always appreciate her analysis when it comes to defensemen because I mean she, she's got the gold medals to back up what she's saying. That's for sure. Yeah, we'd be running out of time if we go through each and every one of those gold medals. So let's touch on the biggest moments of the game, the talking points, the water cooler notes. Tim Stutzla got in a fight, but not really. No, not a fight. Not a fight, Ross. Just a little bit of roughhousing. <laughs> got into a roughing. I wish the refs would have let him go there like that. You could tell that was pure emotion. And Timmy was throwing those fists around with some fury. And uh, I, w- I would say he was getting the better of Noah Dobson there. Yeah, he looked a little Alex Semenesque. <laughs> like just flailing, eh? Just, just flailing, flailing fists of fury. But hey, sometimes Timmy, he's got the soft hands. He doesn't know how to how to chuck them. Yes. Maybe although, his roommates, uh, Norris and Bathurst, or well, ex-roommates, Norris and Bathson can help him out with that. Yes, I think that, or sorry, you mean Kachuk, Norris and Kachuk. Uh, Kachuk, sorry, yes. Exactly. Yeah, and in, in the long season it's great to have little moments like that because you know at the meetings on thursday or friday heading into the weekend they're gonna play that fight and the boys will have a good laugh at timmy's expense although timmy wasn't laughing at uh at that two-on-one in the first period that's what i was just about to mention ross that also kind of a tsn turning point because if they score that and go up one nothing and we talked about this on today's show right if the islanders get a couple goals they'll just squeeze you and that's what happened here sure the boys had a good uh you know, good passion and good uh, comeback and they get a couple goals and they stay in the game and stay dominant, but they're just not going to give up enough for you to come back if they get a couple goals ahead. And that's what we saw tonight. So if Timmy scores in that two on one and they go up one, nothing, we might be looking at a different story here. But the story is five, three loss. The senator's win streak ends at three. They do, however, score a goal at all strengths. Formy gets the shorthanded goal in the third period to make it 5-3. Nick Holden scored at even strength just to make it 4-2. And then Josh Norris on the power play. Who's your Sen Central standout in tonight's game? 
Hmm. I think, you know what? I'm going to go with Formy. Like, this is what something we've been looking for him for quite a while here, getting the shorthanded goal like you talked about. And he needs to be able to capitalize on those chances. That was his only shot on goal all game, but he did chip in with an assist as well. But like Formerton, this is a big season for him and he's being given opportunities here. And we used to love seeing him kill penalties as an offensive threat. So he needs to continue to do that. And I love seeing him score goals. He's finally starting to pick things up here. Real, sorry, real talk there. You're all right. Fair enough. This is a question though that's on my mind. Lincoln Barry sent Central Citizen writing in, do you think we win this game if Anton Forsberg's in goal? Uh, it's a pointed question, but I would say two, maybe three of those goals Gus would like to have back. Yeah, the Lee goals definitely. But again, it's tough. Like Gus hasn't had a good stretch of uh, games where he's been able to get a win. It's been a long time since he's had a win here. But the momentum of this game and not all those goals were his fault. Like that Wallstrom goal. Oh my God, what an amazing Mm -hmm. move. I'm not sure Forsberg stops that either. Now, that problem, and Cheryl Pound did a great job pointing this out, was Stutzla, as the puck was bouncing, he lost defensive side positioning. And once Wallstrom got behind him and then the puck bounced over, it's it's tough for him to regroup on that. And he makes a great move in tight, outweighs Gus. And that was really, you could just tell from the relief, you could hear on the replay the, the yell the mics picked up. Yeah, uh, Wallstrom. He knew that that was a huge goal in terms of putting the nail in the coffin of that game. Yeah, and he knows going back to the uh, bench, Barry Trotz is just saying, "All right, guys, park the bus here. We're just yep. gonna lock things up, and uh, we'll take this W and end this eleven-game winless streak." Fair enough, and I mean, at that point, that goal only made it two-one, right? So yeah. it was just that much of a game of inches, and then Anders Lee again. A little bit later, my Sen Central standout. I like how you went with Alex Formanton. This one, I'm just going to do it because I, I like what he brings each and every night recently. Now, the dash three doesn't look great, but didn't Thomas Shabbat do another fantastic job of, of controlling pace of play? He had that great breakout where he let the guy come at him, little head fake, boom, blew a tire right past him, and Shabby was right up. He played over 30 minutes tonight, Pilsy, on the second half of back-to-back. Like, this is this is a workhorse on defense, so... Yes, seven minutes and 40 seconds were on the power play, and I'll give you that one. But when you play 30, 39 in a game, you certainly deserve to have your name mentioned on that one. The defensive side of his game, as Lincoln Barry points out here, is standing up huge. Okay, everyone in the YouTube chat, we're going to give one more thought on this game. But if you don't mind hitting the thumbs up button, it really helps with the YouTube algorithm. So if you're watching live on YouTube, smash that like button, a little thumbs up. And we will save a lot more of this breakdown for tomorrow's Locked On Senators. We'll get our stats, news, analysis, everything you expect from Locked On Senators. Oh, yeah. And Alfie still has to make an appearance tonight. So we'll stay tuned for all that. Pilsy, we got to give some more stick taps, though, to Ascends Abroad. Like Jean-Gabriel Pajot, that guy, he came to play tonight. Five hits, scores the goal to get them out of reach. Yep. you love to see it from a standpoint of, He'll always be a hometown kid, a fan favorite, but it'd be nice if it would have came in a, a nice big L tonight. So unfortunate, but hey, always cheering for uh, for Pager to play well. It's impossible not to cheer for the guy, right? And how how great was that moment where Brady's um, scrumming with him in front of that and yes. just laughing like Pager. We're not going to do this, are we? Like, let's let's just cut it here. And I love how um, that little tussle too, where uh, Lassie was getting bullied a little, and Brady stepped in. 
how uh, Pager and Shabbat matched up too. They're like, all right, we'll just pretend to have a go here. Alfie wants me to bring up the fact, and yes, Lincoln's going to it as well, but how about uh, Chara and Stutzla exchanging pleasantries in uh, in the corner there? I think it was just like Chara gave him a nice little uh, push, and then Timmy went and two-handed him. I thought that he was asking for, for a death wish there. Yeah, Timmy. <laughs> Easy there, easy. But uh, he, he was frustrated all night. Like, I feel like this is becoming a regular thing. The the montage of Timmy pissed off on the bench. <laughs> which, hey, don't get me wrong. I love the passion, but let's see some Timmy sellies. Yes, I agree. Hey, we should clip all of them, keep them together. And if and when the Senators are competitive in a few years, bring them up and, and <laughs> ho- hopefully have a laugh. At our own expense. Uh, yep. Hey, so the Senators did lose tonight, 5-3. They're off for the next few games, or a few days. I feel like I've said that a couple times in recent days, but that's okay. Um, they're off for the next few days before their trio of Florida matchups. They'll get some vitamin D down in the Sunshine State starting next week. But we'll obviously get into what Tampa Bay's done since winning their back-to-back cups and all that great stuff. Another opportunity for Thomas Shabbat here to impress Team Canada's coach at the Olympics in John Cooper. So lots to get into and no Joe Bell. Timmy is not the rich man's Alish Hemsky. We got to give him a little more credit than that. Wouldn't you say pills? He's a rich man's uh, Derek Stepan. I think. Eh? <laughs> That's wild. Yes. Uh, young Zachary 96 points out that Chara has been in the NHL longer than Tim Stutzla has been alive. Yeah. Let that sink in. Um, the Palladium, the Corral center, Scotiabank uh, place and the Canadian Tire Center. It's been a, it opened in 1995. Chara was drafted in 1996. Yeah. And Stutzla was born in 2001. And Chara might be playing in the league longer than the CTC is standing. Let's not count that out, also. I wouldn't. I mean, it takes him a little <laughs> while to get his feet up and running. But man, once he got going, like, he, he was an effective and honestly, player. Just tonight. the reach. Like, the reach is almost worth it in itself. Like, he's going to get burned once in a while, but you got to get around him somehow. Well, and you saw him completely manhandle Brady Kachuk. How many guys can do that? Exactly. Yep. Five hits for Zidane Ochara. Played 19-14 as well. Was a plus one. Uh, he, he had himself a hell of a game. I think, though, this one comes down to Ilya Sorokin made some huge saves. And we talked this morning that if Sorokin was in, it's not as... He could be the difference. He could be the difference. It's not as great for Ottawa as it would have been if Varlamov was in. Which is ironic to say because Varlamov was so good last year. I think he was nominated for the Nor or for the Vesna, wasn't he? Uh, I'm not I sure. Think, I think he was. Anyways, that doesn't matter. What does is the Senators could not find a victory in their fifth game in seven nights. Any final thought on this game, Pills? It's disappointing because this is one where you really thought you could stretch the win streak even yes. further. Even even though it was a back to back, like it still seemed like a great opportunity here, but. You know, the Sens, they needed to come back down to earth here. It was a fun ride to the top of a three-game win streak. But this is a a humbling experience, especially coming up against Tampa here. Like, that's going to be a big, big challenge. My final thought is DJ Smith wasn't kidding when he said, don't call Gambrell and Watson and Sanford the fourth line. They played more minutes than Tierney Ennis tonight. And uh, who am I blanking on? And Formanton. Formanton, But Formanton got PK time, so he was up. At 11.33, Ennis only played seven minutes, and he was a dash two. Tough night for him, and then Chris Tierney, minus one. So your toothless Tyler, play, locked-on player to watch. That's tough. 
Yeah, I mean, maybe he got uh, the tooth replaced and that Co- luck's all gone. Yeah, Cody's letting us know it was Flurry, Vasilevsky, and Grubauer. I mixed up Grubauer and Varlamov, but I got to say Varlamov was fourth or fifth. I'll stand by that because unless we go to Hockey Reference, nobody will be able to prove me wrong. How about that one? But uh, no, great, uh, great goaltending from one side, and you probably want a little bit more from Gus at the other. Yeah, but again, like lucky bounces and then that that uh, Walsham goal, no chance. And yeah. then by then the game's out of reach and the Islanders are just going to shut down. So, But you say lucky bounces, like I still think he probably wants him back. So. Yeah, de- definitely, definitely. But I mean, yeah, that that first league goal, like that's one of the weirdest hockey goals I've ever seen. And then <laughs> the second league goal, like that's just a fluke play where it bounces and you're not quite aggressive enough. So uh, although definitely I'd like a little stronger performance, I'm not putting this one on him for sure. Good to see the Senators not roll over and die in the third period once it got to 4-1. They brought it back to within two goals twice, but ultimately fall 5-3 to the New York Islanders, allowing the Islanders their first win in 12 games. That's double the Sens 0-6 run before they got back into the win column. All right, we will be back tomorrow with a episode, a proper episode of Locked On senators but in the meantime if you don't mind a little thumbs up thumbs up thumbs up there in the corner and make sure you're subscribed on youtube or and wherever you get your locked on podcast all right hit us with a go sends go in the chat as we sign Ooh. off and we'll be back tomorrow to break it all down it is a tough loss but tomorrow is another day and the senators are still not last in the National Hockey League, despite the loss tonight. All right, for Brandon Piller, I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators postcast, your team every day.